With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hengeli. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with DePaul University women's basketball player, Anissa Morrow. Anissa, we appreciate the time today. Of course. Thank you all for having me. So we'll start with this, Anissa. You know, let's talk about, you know, you just completely finish your freshman basketball season and talk about what the off season has been like for you and how you've been able to, to kind of, you know, get used to that. Um, I would say like the off season, I've been able to focus more on my academics throughout the, the basketball season. It's like trying to find that balance now, even though we're on off season, we still have practices and like strength and conditioning um, workouts and extra workouts that you want to get in if possible, whenever you schedule them. So it's just for me, just trying to find that balance. I feel like I've done very well with that. And the off season is just preparing me for the the next years to come. Let's now kind of transition to your, you know, what you have for your freshman season. You know, as a team, DePaul finished 22 and 11, lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. You know, your thoughts on how you and the team performed uh, this season. Me personally, um, I was super surprised on my performance as an individual. Coming in as a freshman, you know, you have a lot of doubts or you're uncertain about certain things in the classroom or on the basketball court, but it just showed like the hard work and the effort, um, the grit that you have, um, the discipline that you have on and off the basketball court. It makes the type of person that you are or that you become as a college um, athlete and student athlete as well. Overall, as a team, I feel like we did pretty well. Um, sitting down, talking to Coach Bruno, our team was very talented, but there was a lot of things that we had to work on. And that's what caused us a lot of losses in our game. I would say discipline or sharing the ball at important times or some games just having bad shooting games. You know, you were able to win Big East Freshman of the Year and you were a finalist for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. Fantastic season. I I would assume that you, you know, you were able to look at your, your numbers, but close to 22 points per game, led the country in rebounds, almost 14, just almost three seals per game. You know, talk about the impact that you had as a freshman. And did you really see yourself being, you know, this elite of a player so early on in your college career? Um, I would say my my um, impact as a freshman was like worldwide, just a shock. Um, I surprised myself like throughout the course of 
college so far because it's an ongoing process and you're learning almost every day. But it's also like about the individual goals that I set for myself. Before I came here to Paul, I wanted to be the best freshman in the nation. It was a goal that I had set for myself. And when I actually seen that I was, I had the opportunity to accomplish that. I just knew that I had to try to be better every day. And that's what I've always keep that script for me or that goal is just to be better or consistent. And I feel like that helped me a lot with getting 13 freshmen of the weeks. Just being consistent, it shows that consistency every week as well. What made you such a great defender? You know, what did you kind of work on in the past, you know, when you're in high school and just growing up that led you to being just kind of a pest defensively and just earn those honors of, of being a force on that end? Um, well, me personally, I get more fulfillment out of defense than offense or passing the ball to one of my teammates and seeing them score before I do. Um, but I would say things that helped me accomplish that as a defensive player is my mother. She was my coach in high school, and she always taught me the basics about um, defense and where I should be, how to take less steps to get to a certain position, the right foot to pivot off of, or Simple things like that. And I feel like in college, they teach the same thing. So I kind of had like, I was a little bit more advanced. So when when putting that together and then taking the speed of the game and able to put everything together, that's what helped me defensively as well. And Coach Bruno always talk about having great eyesight and being able to see, having good vision as well, which I feel like that comes with IQ. So let's take a little bit of a step back. You grew up in Chicago. You starred at Simeon High School, has a lot of amazing college products that's come through there. Derek Rose, Jabari Parker, you, know, you led your high school to a 35-2 and record and brought home the first state championship in the girls' basketball program in 2020. You, know, you averaged 28 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, just an incredible stat line. You know, talk about what it was like competing at that high of a level in Chicago and then overall what it was like competing uh, as a youth um, growing up? Um, I would say what really helped me like in the city of Chicago is just like that grit. Being from Chicago, sometimes like you always feel like you have a chip on your shoulder. And I felt like I wasn't getting the recognition that I deserved being in the city of Chicago. I didn't know if it was because of the school that I went to. I didn't know if it was the history behind our program, but I knew that it was something that I wanted to change. I wanted to make a change in the school atmosphere. When I came around my teammates or anything, and I felt like me leading as an example when it came down to the classroom and on the basketball court, just coming in and working hard every day, helped me a lot. And I feel like that's what helped our team as well at Simeon. Me just being the leader that I was, and after I seen that I was being the leader, other people went along and they became stronger leaders as well. So our whole team was filled with leaders. And when we listened to each other and worked together, we had an amazing season. And I would say being a youth and coming into college, like I always say, you're basically, as you would say, if you go to the WNBA, like the rookie, um, a lot of more people have experience over you because they have the college experience, the social, um, the social life of college and everything. But coming in, I was just kind of quiet and like introvert. I just wanted to 
sit back and observe and pay attention. I feel like that's what helped me as a youth, even on the basketball court as well. Um, just listening to Coach Bruno, taking advice and putting extra work in just because I know that the goals that I set for myself. So just to see that I was able to accomplish that in high school and just transferred over to college. And college, in my opinion, is a lot tougher than high school because you don't have your parents always in your corner, like, oh, go, go to class or taking you to school or doing this. It's like holding responsibility, becoming a young adult. So just to see, just to see the difference in how I was able to grow and prosper just in one year was amazing. Now, was there a lot of players that maybe came before you that were in your class that ended up playing at the college level that you maybe were able to look up to? Um, I would say I played against a lot of um, great players that play in college. I wouldn't say this year that I actually had the opportunity to play against them. I didn't. But I was able to sit back and watch a lot of their games and also watch their game develop because when I – played against them. I was in eighth grade. I was just coming in from practice from eighth grade. And at the time they were either juniors or seniors. So just to see, see their game develop was very inspirational as well. And I'm the type of person where I like to sit back and, and watch people game and just take little things from their game. If it's simply, simply a jab step that I see that they're very good at, or I would just say like their quickness or their effort certain moves that they do. So I try to add that to my game. Speaking of, you know, you're looking at jab step, adding something to your game, any NBA player, any WNBA player that you've maybe watched in the past, what, whether it's right now that you're at DePaul or when you were in high school that you're trying to stimulate, you know, your game after. Um, I would say just watching the WNBA, I really like Candace Parker and Asia Wilson. There's a few moves that I've, I've watched like throughout, throughout the years of them, um, like spin moves or step backs and stuff like that. Like I said, I'll just try to add that to my game. But I know talent when I see it, and you have to watch amazing talent. So, so a little bit more into your you know recruiting, Max Preps ranked you – in your junior year as the number one recruit in Illinois, number 20 in the nation, you know, when did you start receiving the college buzz um, when you were in high school? And then also what was your college recruitment like? Um, I would say that I actually started receiving it sophomore, sophomore summer playing AAU. I, my freshman year, I tore my ACL, so I didn't really get too many looks from a college, but it's so crazy because Coach Bruno was already recruiting me before that happened and we stay consistent. I would say things started to grow, of course, after my sophomore year. Um, that's After that summer, I had 12 offers. After my junior summer, I had 24. Uh, I would just say that's kind of consistent, the number, and it was kind of crazy to me because my number was 24. So it meant, <laughs> it meant a lot to me. But um, my recruiting process was – I would say kind of tough because it happened during COVID. Like I said, I had just got off an injury, trying to sit down, talk to coaches. Having classes from home as well, it, it was very tough taking classes at home. I'm more of a hands-on learner. So sitting in there with, with um, my um, peers and we we're just looking at a screen, it was very tough to stay focused and engaged and everything. 
and then recruiting as well, just staying in the house and just talking on the phone. There was there was no coaches that could come visit you or come to your games. It was basically everything was via internet and it just didn't feel real. But the co the coaches that like took the time to actually really get to know me are the coaches that I kind of leaned toward when it came down to picking my decision for school. And I feel like Coach Bruno and the coaching staff did an amazing job with that. They made a lot of sacrifices in my opinion. They just tried to get to know me as a person. I feel like it's more of trying to get to know someone as a person because of course everybody gets to see that person as a basketball player. Does it mean a little bit more to you than you went to school and grew up playing high school ball in Chicago and then that's, you know, you ended up going to school in DePaul, you know, in the state of Illinois? Like, does it kind of mean that a little bit more that you're kind of staying a little bit closer to, to home? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot to me. I kind of crack jokes to like my family because I was the only sibling born in Chicago. All my other siblings were born in Lincoln, Nebraska. So for me to stay here in the city and be born and raised here and then continue my college career here actually means a lot to me. Some people will be saying like hometown hero or something like that, but I just really want to be an inspiration to young adults or young young children that went through the same thing that I've I've been through or seen the same things that I've been through um, in the city of Chicago. Like I'm pretty sure you see violent things or things that you shouldn't see as a young child. And I know that I have. So just being able to relate to them and just know that you don't always have to go far away from home to be successful or to make a difference. Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. Anisha, welcome to the show. Um, you talked about earlier how defense was uh, probably the thing that you're like really strong is at. Uh, do you view defense as more of a technique or an attitude thing? I would say both. Uh, more on the attitude side. Because Bruno always says it's like in practice, but I always tell him like it's me versus me. But when he says, when I say that, he talk about it for defense as well. It's you versus you. So it's about how you're going to make sure your man is not getting past you or you're staying in front of your person or you're defending, you're talking. So I would say it's more of an attitude, something that you really can't teach the effort or the willingness just to do something. You can't teach that. So I would say more on the attitude side. Being a freshman going in, uh, there's been a struggle with some people that are not used to going into a program and sometimes they may not be the best player on their team. Uh, you might not have had that issue at all looking at your uh, stat line being a freshman player of the year. But was there ever like a thought in your mind, like a little bit of worry going in that you may not be the best player on the team? And uh, if so, uh, how did you uh, shift that mindset to focus more on growing as a basketball player and, and uh, focusing on being the best player you could be for your team, whatever role you were given? Um, I knew coming in as a, as a freshman, everybody – from their team is kind of like the best person from their team when recruited. That's what coaches do. They recruit the best players that they possibly can. So I knew that it would be a lot of competition 
to just get a starting spot or just to be on the court. And I was ready for that, like as a freshman, um, to compete and just go after my goals that I had set for myself. I wouldn't say that I had any doubt about coming in and, and being able to play just because I always say it's me versus me. So I knew that I would have to put extra work in on and off the court um, to be the type of player that I wanted to be. And with accepting the role that, that I had this year, I feel like I did a great job with it. Um, a lot of people haven't really been able to see how versatile I am as a player. I could bring the ball up the court. I could shoot it. I could take my man off the bounce. It's just a lot more that comes to my game. But last season, what was needed was a post player, somebody to be dominant on the boards and somebody that's going up in there and they're bringing grit or as what I like to call it, feistiness every game. Mm -hmm. And that was my responsibility. That was my position. So that's what I had to do. Awesome. Uh, so far in your uh, career, you've gotten to go to play at great places. The Paul's a great venue to play in. But what are some other great venues that you've really liked playing? And what would you say is your favorite venue outside of the Paul? Um, I would say my favorite was Xavier's gym or they, their university um, gym. It, it kind of reminded me of ours in a way. So I really like that, just the atmosphere while I was there as well. Uh, Big East, one of the best conferences in the country. Uh, 2013, they made they kind of like made a big conference realignment, different schools, but still a very excellent co conference. Uh, how do you view uh, the Big East as a as a player and uh, how how tough is it like going against like some of going against like a Villanova or a Marquette or other other programs? I would say my conference games this year were some of my toughest games that I played. The Big East Conference is very tough. I feel like almost all of us play fastball in a way that we all focus on um, the defense aspect. But a lot of teams I've seen this year let it rip like DePaul does as well. So mm -hmm. the, the um, conference is just tough overall. You made the tournament last year. Uh, what what's the next step for you to to uh, as a team to be able to reach uh, other heights uh, to uh, continue to grow on what you uh, put last season? Um, I would say just come together as a team and work hard, be selfless, share the ball, and stay consistent. And as teammates, we have to be very supportive. I feel like we did that last year. Um, we had a lot of upperclassmen that did it, but now with us having a lot of incomers or transfers, new freshmen and stuff, we have to be more mature or just lead by example is what I would say. Um, I know that I'm not really very verbal on the basketball court and it's something I'm working on, but I always try to lead by a physical example. And I feel like I do a pretty good job on that, but to be able to understand your teammates, sometimes you have, you have to talk to them verbally and, and um, you have to learn your teammates as well. Also, I got uh, one more question um, for anybody listening, uh, maybe a young player, maybe in high school, middle school, maybe a college athlete. Um, everybody, they, if you, those people who have a dream out there, uh, what advice would you want to give to them? And uh, what do you want them to, to take away from, uh, from your wisdom? Um, I would say the sky's the limit. Sometimes we kind of have self-doubts or anything like that. And that's the course of life, um, trying to find a balance without, with going throughout, um, throughout your life. 
But I would just say one thing that I would tell everybody is that you're special, like in a beautiful way, because everybody is special in their own way. And just go for the dreams that you have. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't accomplish something if you believe that you can. Awesome. Love that advice. Um, Anissa, you know, anytime we get a college athlete on, we want to make sure you know they get some exposure after we have them on. Do you have any, you know, NIL deals that are maybe potentially coming up? Um, right now I am doing a little NIL. So far, it's nothing too big. I'm kind of just starting it off, though, because I wanted to get educated about it before I actually started my process. It kind of was thrown at us at the beginning of the, the season. So I'm being patient about that and taking my time. But I am getting a, a lot more educated on it, and I am now looking at NIL deals. Anissa, we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with Sam and I and talk about your, your college career so far your amazing freshman season and then, you know, growing up and playing high school ball in Chicago. Of course. Thank y'all for having me. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.